Welcome to Fast Company Digest, essential stories from tech, design, impact, and work life, narrated by Noah App. I'm Fast Company Deputy Editor and host of the New Way We Work podcast, Kathleen Davis. Here are this week's stories. First, 911 emergency services have reached a critical staffing crisis in recent years with one in four jobs vacant. Writer Adam Bloomstein explores a solution with remote work for 911 dispatch, showing that workplace flexibility and critical real-time response can go together. Narrated by Noah. Listen to more of the world's best journalism on the Noah app or at newsoveraudio.com. For Noah, this is Sam Scholl reading from Fast Company. We're on the 11th of February, 2024. Adam Bluestein writes, A dangerous Washington 911 staffing crisis was averted with a simple fix. Remote work. When residents of Kitsap County, Washington call 911, they may never know that the person picking up may be located on the other side of the country. That's the whole point. Kitsap's first-in-the-nation implementation of a remote 911 dispatch system shows that workplace flexibility and critical real-time response can go together and it could offer a model for 911 systems across America, which face an ongoing staffing crisis. Between 2019 and 2022, one in four jobs at 911 centers were vacant, according to a 2023 report published by the International Academies of Emergency Dispatch and the National Association of State 911 Administrators. Kitsap County, a watery peninsula that lies across Puget Sound from Seattle, presents a lot of interesting geographical challenges to emergency services, says Brandon Wecker, the technology services manager at Kitsap 911, which dispatches police, fire, and emergency medical responders, plus animal control and coroner's office representatives across 566 square miles. The district encompasses the city of Bremerton, home to the third largest Navy base in the U.S., the 24,000-odd people living eco-friendly lives on Bainbridge Island, and areas that are even more remote and rural. All of this territory is connected by bridges and ferries. And with 250 miles of saltwater coastline, says Wecker, we have a wide variety of emergencies. In 2022, Kitsap 911 dispatched first responders to more than 244,000 events. Typically, at any given time, about a dozen people from a total agency staff of about 60 work at multi-screen dispatch consoles at the organization's headquarters. But COVID took a toll on staffing. In 2023, Kitsap 911 had 13 open positions, and overtime hours in the high-stress job were racking up. During the pandemic, Kitsap 911 had developed a variety of backup plans in case a large number of employees got sick at the same time. These plans included training the tech department to handle 911 calls and setting up a quarantine room where dispatchers who had been exposed but were not too sick to come in could work their shift. That evolved into a mobile command post, which was initially set up in an RV borrowed from the sheriff's office. Kitsap 911 now has a custom trailer with its own bathroom, which serves as a mobile dispatch center. But the leadership team also prototyped a version of the work consoles that could be set up in dispatchers' homes. Initially, says Wecker, it was a matter of grabbing some laptops and seeing, can we get the dispatching software to work through a remote connection? Can we install our radio and phone software and just see if this works? 
Kitsap 911, the first U.S. 911 center to operationalize remote dispatching and call taking, uses computer-aided dispatching, or CAD software, made by Stockholm-based multinational Hexagon, which also counts as clients the law enforcement agencies in Washington, D.C., Toronto, and London. For several years, the company had been working on upgrades to its CAD product to make it cloud-compliant, says Bill Campbell, a senior vice president of Hexagon Safety, Infrastructure, and Geospatial Division in North America. The technology and the capability for remote dispatching was there, but an event in this case, COVID, accelerated the acceptance of it. Says Wecker, getting their CAD to run in our remote setup was one of the easier tasks of the whole system setup. The software just worked. A federal CARES grant in late 2020 provided funding to upgrade Kitsap's jerry-rig remote units, or KITS, and the back-end infrastructure to support them. Our technicians did significant work connecting our phone, radio, and computer-aided dispatch computer systems, getting audio paths to flow from three different remote machines into and out of one terminal at the person's house, says Wecker. We worked out how many monitors they'd need, we added a foot pedal so that they're able to key up the radio with their foot and keep their hands on the keyboard. A key issue is ensuring that remote locations have a reliable and secure internet connection. No lag time issues. Kitsap 911 partners with the county for its network services, which support virtual private networks or VPNs. Because the software is running on virtual servers with their data hosted at the dispatch center, nothing sensitive is saved on anyone's home workstation. It's almost like a streaming device that allows them to view what's being posted at our center, says Wecker. If that machine were to walk off or get compromised, if you don't have the logins, it has nothing on it. Through the CARES grant, Kitsap County was able to purchase 10 separate workstations to install in dispatchers' homes, with four monitors each, two for Hexagon's CAD, one for radio, and one for phone. The setup had to be self-installed during COVID and came with a 25-page installation manual heavy on pictures. Seasoned dispatchers and the training supervisor tested the system. Getting the staff on board was critical to success, says Wecker. With the official approval of local mayors, county commissioners, and emergency services themselves, the system went live on July 4, 2023, traditionally the busiest day for 911 services in the county. Thank fireworks and drunken fights over fireworks, with a few remote employees on standby just in case. But the rubber hit the road last September, says Wecker, when nine members of the operations team caught COVID and 18 others were isolating because they were close contacts. The remaining workers had to socially distance across the call center, and others began working remotely from home. The worst-case scenario that we thought could have happened during the pandemic happened on the tail end of the pandemic, but we had this remote stuff more dialed in and could react in a way that kept us all working. Today, it's typical to have one or more people working remotely each shift. Having the option of working from home has made it easier to staff tricky shifts. People are more willing to put in a couple hours overtime when they don't have to get into their car. And people who would otherwise be out on medical leave but are perfectly able to work from home can do so. The shift to remote dispatching has also allowed Kitsap to keep employees who relocate. Conrad Shadel, a veteran dispatcher from a different county in Washington state, did four months of on-site training at Kitsap 911 in order to gain the opportunity to work remotely after that. In 2023, he and his wife moved closer to family, living in the woods outside Raleigh, North Carolina. Shadle rents secure office space to get the internet connection he needs, 
and keeps in real-time contact with his colleagues back in Kitsap, just as he would if he were working at headquarters, using the group messaging app. Dispatchers are constantly texting back and forth with each other and with first responders as they're on calls. While he misses always being able to put a face to the name, he says, in some ways being away from the group gives me more room to breathe. I can talk to myself without being concerned about what somebody hears me say. Shadow believes that remote dispatching could revolutionize the 911 industry by drastically expanding the hiring pool, allowing people to live where they want to and to relocate without a months-long training period at a new center. But Campbell, at Hexagon, concedes that there has not been a huge uptake in remote dispatching outside of Kitsap in the near term. Places with really dispersed populations, such as the northern reaches of the province of Alberta in Canada, are an exception. But broader trends, including a steadily declining number of U.S. call centers, seem to make wider adoption all but inevitable. Public safety is not unlike other industries, Campbell says. Once one municipality does it, and they have success doing it, others will jump on. You are listening to Fast Company, where Adam Bluestein writes, a dangerous Washington 911 staffing crisis was averted with a simple fix, remote work. This article was published on the 11th of February, 2024, and was read by Sam Scholl for NOAA. And next, it's everyone's favorite time of the year, tax season. Personal finance writer Emily Guy Birkin breaks down one of the most essential questions. Should you pay an accountant to make sure everything's right or use tax filing software to take care of the chore yourself? For Noah, this is Adrian Walker reading from Fast Company. We're on the 10th of February, 2024. Emily Guy Birkin writes, Filing your taxes. How to decide whether to pay a CPA or DIY. The first year I filed my own taxes, I had to pick up a paper copy of the 1040EZ form at my local library, fill it in with a black ballpoint pen, put it in a stamped envelope, mail it, and wait patiently for my paper refund check to arrive. Doing your own taxes is a very different beast for modern taxpayers compared to the DIYers of yore. Tax filing software not only does the math for you, but also prompts you to check if various credits, refunds, deductions, or rules apply to you. For many taxpayers, the interactive nature of tax filing software ensures that your taxes will be filed correctly. But there are a number of reasons why you may want to call in a certified public accountant, or CPA, to take care of your taxes rather than relying on software and your own math skills. Here's how to decide if you need a CPA or if DIY with the help of filing software, is sufficient for your tax filing needs. While hiring a CPA might be worth the cost just for the peace of mind, taxpayers are more likely to feel confident about completing their own taxes with software help if they have a relatively simple tax situation. Specifically, the following three circumstances will generally make filing taxes fairly straightforward with tax filing software. 1. You make $79,000 or less. Taxpayers who have an adjusted gross income, AGI, of $79,000 or less for 2023 can file their own taxes using a filing software program for free using IRS FreeFile. Under the FreeFile program, the IRS partners with trusted software vendors. Taxpayers earning less than the $79,000 threshold can access tax filing software from these vendors for free. 
In many cases, taxpayers using IRS FreeFile can also file state returns using the same software. The $79,000 AGI limit is for both individual taxpayers and married couples filing jointly. If your income is below the limit and you do not have complicating factors, such as income in multiple states, freelance income, or itemized deductions, you may want to use the IRS Free File program to take advantage of the filing software free of charge. 2. You only worked for a single employer. If you only have a single W-2 for the year, that makes filing taxes much simpler. If you changed jobs during the year and received multiple W-2 forms, that can add to the complexity of your tax filing. In addition, taxpayers who worked as a freelancer or independent contractor and received multiple 1099 miscellaneous forms can certainly use DIY tax software to file, but it can be helpful to have a CPA double-check your returns before submitting to make sure you didn't miss anything. 3. You are taking the standard deduction. Taxpayers who do not plan to itemize their deductions tend to be good candidates for filing with tax software. As of 2023, the standard deduction is $13,850 for single filers and $27,700 for married couples filing jointly. The National Society of Accountants reports that the average cost of hiring a CPA to file for you ranges from $220 to $323, depending on the complexity of your taxes and where you live. This is pricier than purchasing tax filing software, but you may feel more confident about a CPA's ability to handle your more complicated tax situation. For example, your accountant is required to complete a certain number of hours of continuing professional education each year in order to maintain their state licensing requirements. This means a CPA should be well-versed in the changes to federal and state tax law each year that could affect your return. While tax software is also updated each year to reflect such changes, a CPA may better know their way around the tax laws and or your financial circumstances. Additionally, for many taxpayers, a CPA can help with avoiding penalties, find ways to reduce your tax liability, or maximize your tax refund, which could even mean that what you paid for the help will save in taxes. Here are some of the specific situations that may call for a CPA. 1. A major life change. Getting married or divorced, having a child, or experiencing a death in the family are not just eventful moments in your life. They could also affect your tax situation. In that case, consider running your returns by a CPA to make sure you don't miss out on additional credits, deductions, or exemptions you may now be entitled to, or additional taxes you may now be responsible for. 2. You work for yourself. Whether you are freelancing or getting a new business off the ground, your taxes are much more complicated when you're your own boss than when you collected a paycheck. 3. You sold a home or an investment. Big money sales like selling your old house or your stock in Apple come with additional tax implications. Working with a CPA can help you feel confident that you're paying what you owe without missing any possible credits or exemptions. 4. You worked in multiple states. Did you relocate last year? If you earned income in more than one state, a CPA can help you make certain you pay the appropriate taxes in each state and to the IRS. While filing your own taxes is no longer the slog of paperwork and DIY math it once was, there are still chances for making mistakes, missing money-saving opportunities, and miscalculating how much you owe. 
That's why taxpayers with complex tax situations should consider hiring a CPA. Because just because you can do it yourself doesn't always mean you should. You are listening to Fast Company, where Emily Guy Birkin writes, Filing Your Taxes, How to Decide Whether to Pay a CPA or DIY. This article was published on the 10th of February, 2024, and was read by Adrian Walker for NOAA.